Hi, this is Ann Cavera with Speeding Past 80. This week's episode is called Forever in the Desert. Sally was a remarkable woman. Over the years, she and her husband Ted had been foster parents to almost a hundred children. Sally and her husband ran a popular fast food restaurant, and they both worked at many volunteer positions. They grew older, sold their business, and retired. People remembered them, but for several years nobody had heard much about them. A chronic illness slowly rendered Sally immobile. She spent her last years at home with an active mind, a strong heart, a vibrant faith, and a body with little ability to move. For the last four years of her life, Sally lived in a perpetual kind of Lent that she never expected. Those of us who gathered for her funeral remembered her creativity, her compassion and love of children. We celebrated not only her life, but her release from a never-ending Lent into Easter joy. Within a few blocks of Sally and Ted's house, there's another woman trying to figure out what it means to be a widow after more than 50 years of marriage. She and her husband had no children, and as she says, he took care of all the family finances. She not only misses his company, she's at a loss about how to manage their business affairs. Yet, whenever we see her, instead of complaining, she speaks with gratitude and joy of the good life she shared with her husband. A young woman we know has spent almost all of her daily life in a wheelchair. She and her parents are grace-filled people who've turned what might have been a lifelong Lenten experience into a family journey of great faith and joy. When we are in the company of people like these, we begin to understand that even our most desperate desert experiences become what we choose to make of them. The more we take the time to get to know our neighbors— the more we realize how many are living in deserts they would never have chosen. They're called upon to fast in ways we might find difficult to imagine. Fasting by giving up health, mobility, and sometimes even loved ones. During these few weeks before Easter, there are these little deserts we make for ourselves, the ones where we give up candy or say a few extra prayers. Our little deserts begin to look well-watered next to the deserts others face that can go on for years. Still, there is strength to be gained in spending time alone in our little deserts. These small ways of letting go can be a good practice for times when we may find ourselves in a personal desert we never saw coming. We're in the middle of our Lenten season now, heading toward the last few weeks before Easter. Maybe we've created ways to live these few weeks so that we can make more time for prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. These are all good things, but what about those of us who are living in deserts we have not chosen? Our personal desert of the moment, the one we did not see coming, is Jim's Alzheimer's. For those of you who are walking through your own small created desert, one that will end with Easter in a few weeks, there's another option. This one I thought of the other day when a friend brought some soup and offered to visit other times to give me some free time. Friends like this are an oasis in our desert. There is the option of choosing to be a companion in someone else's desert. People who wander in unfamiliar deserts without end often do so quietly, not wanting to ask for help. 
Sometimes they can feel invisible. Lent is a good time to pray with our eyes open to see other people in other deserts. Walking with someone else in their desert may provide a greater opportunity for our own spiritual growth than wandering alone in the small desert we have created. Thanks for listening. This is Ann Cavero with Speeding Past 80. And last week, I hope you were able to listen to my podcast with Glennis Nellist. She has written two books that make great Easter gifts for small children. It was the morning of Easter and where you are. If you need an Easter gift for a child, look those up. Thanks for listening.